0: This is a small again summary of the advices that we have been hearing of Hazrat Rahmatullah and these have been extracted from the writings of Hazrat Tanvi Rahmatullah The writings of Hazrat Tanwi Rahu Tullale, which were compiled by Hazrat Maula Braul Haksab Rahu Tullale. This is what Hazrat is now presenting. Amma bad bad nigahi ki mazar is qadar hai ke basa uqad inse dunya aur deen dono tabah wa barbad hai. It says that the harms of casting lustful glances, of looking at haram, these are so severe. That sometimes a person's dunya and deen both become destroyed. Nowadays, the means or the reasons, the issues that lead to this spiritual malady are increasing. This is something which Hazrat Maha Abraal Haq rahmatullahi has extracted from Hazrat Thanvi rahmatullahi writings and his advices what he is talking about and the time that he is referring to compared to then and now what the condition is this is now multiplied maybe hundred times that the means of getting involved in these kind of sins has now increased many many fold therefore it says that I then deemed it appropriate that some of these harms and the manner of saving oneself from it be mentioned in a very concise way very briefly so that a person may stay safe from the harm of this spiritual malady therefore it says that by firmly adhering to the aspects mentioned below, inshallah, one will be able to guard his gaze with ease, inshallah. Number eight. When any woman pass, then with a the lot of care and with great concern lot of care keep your gaze low in other words make sure that it is completely fully focused on you focused on keeping your gaze low no matter how much the desire may be to still look at the person jaisa ki is pararif hindi hazrat khaja aziz Hassan hasan mazdurb ne is taur par mutanabbh farmaya din ka dekh hai khatar little of Rahmatullah he is giving the same lesson and message. That, Look, there is a great danger, therefore, don't let your gaze go to anyone that will cause you this danger. When you walk, keep your gaze low. Number 2. पर पर and if your gaze fell on someone, by chance, by mistake, then immediately lower it. No matter how difficult this may seem. Even if it feels that your life will go away now. If you don't continue looking, your life will go away. Then to put your gaze low. Number three To surround and think, to ponder over this, that by not looking after the gaze, there is a great danger of becoming disgraced in dunya also. And the noor of all the good deeds is extracted it's taken out is lost and akhirat ki tabahi to yaqeeni hai and the destruction of akhirat is an it's, it's obvious this is a certain thing unless obviously a person then sincerely had made toba otherwise this has destroyed his akhirat so the first thing to consider and think that this is going to lead to this grace even in dunya and very often often this happens person thinks that he was looking at something but nobody saw but others pick it up sometimes those who are close to him pick it up how often this comes as a complaint from some wife my husband is all the time looking around I observe what's going on but I don't have any himma to tell him anything but this is now causing it me to lose all respect for him causing me to everything is now just going haywire so this zillat and this disgrace comes in dunya also. And Allah forbid, this after a while a person's shame and haya starts decreasing. When a person continues in this recklessly, then in time his shame and haya keeps diminishing. Then a time comes, Allah Allah protect us and save us, that he then is not concerned if anybody is observing what he's up to. The point then, that these kind of incidents then come up, that a person, his wife will complain that he's on the same bed that I'm on, and he's sitting and looking at haram in front of me. He's looking at all the filth, and he's not even concerned. And if I bring it up, then he threatens me with divorce. So This is the low ebb to which a person then sinks, and to which, where the haya then is completely gone, and he is not concerned in any way, who is watching, what is going on. This is what the Hadith Sharif says, إِذَا فَاتَكَ al فَفْعَلْ When haya is gone, then a person will do what he wants. And he won't be concerned what the consequences are going to be. He will suffer the consequences, but at that time he won't be bothered. What will be the consequences in dunya, in akhirat, nothing will then matter to him. Number 4 bad nigahi par kam az kam 4 rakaat nafil parne ka ihtimam aur kuch na kuch hasb e gunjayish khairat aur That If a person has misused his gaze then at least minimum 4 rakats nafil salat at he should make this a must on him and must give some sadaqa as well and a lot of istighfar he is serious about getting out of this, then these things are necessary. One is that a person at that time feels some regret, makes some toba, but that toba won't be strengthened without these aspects. The strengthening of the toba will be dependent on him undertaking these things. That he makes at least his four Akats, if it's now a repeat offense, make eight Akats, and got repeated again, make it twelve Akats. And that sadaqah, now a person gave one rand and say, well, fine, I can report. Well, I gave sadaqah also. That sadaqa must be so much that it, a person feels the pinch to some extent. Something that is within his means, but which must be something that he feels the pinch. Now, if a person, for example, somebody, for him to spend 100 rands is like nothing. Because his income is maybe 20,000 rands. For him to give 100 rands doesn't mean anything. For another person, 100 rands would be quite a pinch maybe, because he's just barely making ends meet. So according to each one's capacity, what will be something that he will feel the pinch? He will feel that this is something that has created some strain on him. That is what will be effective. But ye Sochna ki Kalb Satya hai aur ye zulmat hai Person to be sitting and thinking about this, pondering over it, that with the zulmat and the darkness of casting haram glances, the heart becomes destroyed. The heart becomes totally destroyed and this zulmat and this darkness it leaves after a very long time. Are two separate issues. One is the sin, the sin that was incurred. A person made sincere tawbah. Inshallah, he, as soon as he made that sincere tawbah, he regretted what he did. He resolved not to commit it in future. Allah Taala's grace and mercy is very, very great, unlimited. Inshallah, as soon as he's made that sincere toba that sin will get forgiven the sin getting forgiven is one aspect but the other part of it that nur of the heart that was destroyed the darkness that has settled in the heart that's something else it's like a person he he knocked into something so he knocked into somebody's whatever, somebody else's car so he knocked into it so badly that he completely damaged his car badly damaged so the other person said doesn't matter I overlook it Fine. never mind nothing from my side forgiven so as soon as that person says don't worry mouth, the sky is not autom- automatically gonna just suddenly come back to normal that person forgave the damage but the damage has to still be repaired so likewise the sin got forgiven but the noor that disappeared the zulmat and the darkness that settled in the heart that is now still another issue so Hazrat says or ye zulmat bahut der mein dur hoti hai this zulmat that comes as a result of casting haram glances this doesn't just leave in one instant this darkness takes a while to then finally disappear again hatta ke jab tak bar bar nigaah ki hifazat na ki jaye bawajood taqaze ke us waqt tak qalb saaf nahi hota hai until such time that repeatedly, despite the demand of the nafs to commit some haram glance, he restrained himself. Repeatedly restrained himself. With this repeated restraining himself, despite the demand of the nafs, then over time, this will clean out the heart of the zulmat in darkness. The zulmat now has settled. One is the toba. The toba will get that sin forgiven. But until that demand of the nafs is not now crushed several times, because that brings noor. Each time that a person is crushing that demand of the nafs, that brings more noor than a night of tahajjud. Each time that he broke his nafs, broke that crushed that nafs, broke his heart, for the sake of Allah Ta'ala, that brings more noor than the whole day of tilawat. Not that these amal should not be done or done less. This should be done to the maximum. But the nur that comes out of restraining oneself from haram. ittaqil maharim تكن أعبد الناس. The Prophet ﷺ said to us, Abu Hurairah that refrain from haram, you'll become the greatest abid. The greatest abid. Now our minds abid ibadat. So ibadat, the greatest abid will be somebody who performs the most ibadat in terms of nawafil, in terms of other acts of virtue. Nabi Salaam is saying the greatest abid is the one who refrains from haram. Ittaqil maharim, takun nas. So Each time that a person destroys or crushes the nafs, this creates the greatest noor. Now that zulmat that had settled in the heart, once, twice, five times, he now carried, continued to crush this nafs, this brings that Noor each time, which dispels this darkness. Number two, this thought that bad niggahi se melan, then melan se muhabbat, and muhabbat se ishq paida ho jata hai, and na ja is ishq se dunya aur akhirat taba ho jati hai. Person should be sitting and pondering over this. That when he will cast haram glances, then this will create an inclination, and this inclination. Will then create this love and this illicit attachment. Especially if a person carries on stealing glances at the same person, then this is going to become the effect. And once this becomes the case, this illicit love settles in the heart or naja is ishq se dunya wa akhirat ho jati hai. Then this naja ishq, this illicit love, it destroys a person's dunya and his akhirat. How many times people got caught up in this? And as a result, then the deen went, even the dunya went. Now the person has got no interest in anything in dunya. And he, even his work of dunya also suffers terribly. Hazrat Mufti Mirti Daan he was once in Durban, so he had just come from Johannesburg. So at the airport or somewhere or somewhere in Johannesburg it was, so one person, Muslim youngster, came to meet him. Just he happened to be there, so he came to meet him, somebody might have told him to meet So he met him. So now he saw this is a pious person, so he wanted dua. He says, Please make dua for me. He says, what happened? What's the problem? So he pulled out his wallet, and in his wallet, his, now, oh, Bichara, out of his ignorance, he's even putting in front of the Taruk to show him, which obviously he would not have then looked at, but showing him she made, she is creating all this problem for me. And he's got a picture of somebody in there. So I say, what's this? Who's? Why? Why is she creating problems for you? So that she whose picture he had there was some international tennis player who doesn't know he exists. Was somebody who doesn't even know that this person exists on the face of this earth. But this is the effect of this haram that a person gets involved in. Now he might have been repeatedly looking at the picture of this person. And now that exactly what is being explained here. This is not even... The physical, or the person in, in person, no, that person is not even there physically, he's only looking at that picture probably, and what Hazrat is stating here, that with this haram gazing, inclination is first created, then this finally results in this illicit love. And whereas here he doesn't have any contact, He has never met in person. That person doesn't even know he exists. And because of this haram that he was involved in, now he has already destroyed his life. He can't work. He was a person that, was some professional person or something. And now he can't even, not that he was even concerned, Allah forbid, much about what is going on in his deen because of his life of dunya now gone totally being destroyed, he was gone ill, he was worried about that only, making dua for that. But this is the extent to which this becomes the case when a person falls into this kind of issue. Allah Tala save us. Amen. A person to sit and ponder on this as well, that when a person gets caught up in this casting of haram glances, then the inclination towards zikr, the inclination towards ibadat, this gradually starts decreasing. Many a times a person says, I was very punctual on my mamulat, very punctual on my tilawat, and all the various things I was doing. I don't know, suddenly everything stopped. So why it stopped? You know, everything just stopped. Slowly, slowly everything stopped. then after getting further into the discussion then the person says well I got caught up in looking at this and I got caught up in looking at that this is the point that is being made here when a person starts casting haram glances then the inclination towards zikr the inclination towards all good actions gradually starts decreasing to the point that he finally leaves it completely he totally leaves it out not only that if he still continues in this haram that he's involved in, then for that zikr, for that tilawat, for that righteous actions, in time Allah forbid, he become dis, becomes disinclined. One is not to be doing it. But then this is a worse level. That not just that he's not doing it, person is doing it, uh, one is that he is not doing it, but there's still some Feeling in his heart that I should be doing it. Now it goes to a worse level that the heart actually becomes disinclined. He feels a state of unease if somebody brings him into a gathering where there's some dini talk taking place, some zikr taking place. He doesn't want to be there. This is the effect of this haram that, that zulmat and darkness reaches such a stage like that bat. That, that bat cannot stand light. And when it suddenly if it's put into light then that is total like a fish out of water for that bat Why is the light? That wants to be in darkness. So likewise this zulmat that it creates in the heart that zulmat that is darkness now that zulmat feels very very uncomfortable in light. Until a person makes that mujahada and forces himself in the environments of the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala he himself makes toba, excessive istighfar and gets that zulmat out till then this becomes a condition so these are the major harms that come as a result of this badnikai of casting these lustful glances and therefore these are the things to sit and ponder about reflect this reflection is the same muraqabah These are all different names for the same thing, but this reflection to surround and think about these harms, what is this going to be resulting in? This is a fleeting pleasure, but that pleasure also is so filled with so much of poison, this sweet poison. If a person is told upfront that this is extremely delicious, this food you have never tasted something like this, but it has been also laced with poison. So now you may go ahead and enjoy the delicious taste of this food. Which sane person will say that doesn't matter about the poison as long as I enjoy the taste for that few seconds. When he is told upfront that this is laced with poison, no matter what might be the nature of the taste, he doesn't want to touch it. This is fatal. This is poison. So likewise, shaitan deceives a person with that momentary pleasure which that too is just all a deception. But this is what shaitan puts in front. But that poison which is filled with, that shaitan covers a person's mind away from it. So that he may indulge in that poison. And once that poison is in the system, then shaitan's work is done. So these are the things to surround and reflect upon, to surround and give time to think about it. We have time to think about many many things, We think about things which have no benefit for us, let alone in deen, even in dunya. And ours go away in that. And we start building castles in the air about 50 years from now, what we will do? By the time we've built our empire, then inshallah, this will happen and that will happen. All those castles in the air, like that Sheikh Chilli, one person was known as Sheikh Chilli, so he was transporting something for somebody. He was a porter. Somebody asked him that this earthen pot of ghee please need to take it to the next point so he said very well he put it on his head and now as he's walking now he is counting his chicken before they hatch So he's saying well when I will transport this now I'm going to the next point with this person when I finally make it uh, deliver it there then he will give me that money so that with that money then I will buy this and then I will sell that and then finally I will then go to the next level and now he carried on building all his castles in the air and now he's already gone to the level where finally he'll be now like maybe like a wholesaler and now he's dreaming all this and walking along with this whole thing on his head and at that point now he said well then I'll get married and then I'll have children and then those children will come they won't know all this long journey I went through to make this money and they'll come and demand money and I'll say what? You want money? And seeing saying that what? He jerked his head. So that whole pot fell. And that whole thing was spilt. So this person became very upset. What did you do? And he now was obviously very angry about this. So this potter is replying to him. That Array, you're one pot of ghee went, my whole life went away. <laughs> I was already gone to the stage where I was a wholesaler. All my plans have got dashed out. You crying over this one little bit so these are the plans that we get involved in that 50 years we put ourselves already on the moon and but the essential things what we are supposed to be giving time to think about that there's always no time for that muraqaba there's always no time for that mahmulat there's always no time so it is not that there is no time there is time but it is how we use our time and what we apply ourselves in <coughs> Further is giving some incidents of how shaitan deceives a person to get him involved in this haram, the tricks and the traps of shaitan to get a person involved in this he is explaining this so there's one incident that he is explaining here. That Bari पहने एक को में इस बैठी हैं जैसे बहुत सी One person said to Hazrat in Mecca Sharif that these Indonesian women they all dressed in these white burkas and all sitting together like all pigeons and so much of noor on their faces. So now he's actually even mentioning it in this manner that mashallah what eyes he's got, he's seen all this noor. Hazrat said to him, please make toba. This is such a very subtle mischief of the nafs. Ke ka pata Ke Bahane se Shaitan ne badnigahi haram That Shaitan put this thought in your mind that you are looking at Noor. And now Noor, Noor is mashallah a great thing. So you thought you are looking at Noor, Shaitan made you in the guise of Noor commit this haram glances and that too way in the Baitullah, in haram sharif. Where each sin is multiplied, also hundred thousand. But the guise that Shaitan put it in was something a positive thing. So think about what you have got involved in. Where can this be permissible that you are gazing at them and trying to see the door on their faces? You are here in Beitullah you didn't see the nur on the Kaaba Sharif you're only seeing the nur on these women this is the trap of Shaitan sometimes Shaitan will put the person in this kind of trap that to now put herself into haram, thoughts is haram this is very destructive so the starting point Shaitan will create is which sometimes people express that this is how I got caught up in this the first point would be that I will get married I will get married to so and so now this is the starting point now he got married in his mind so now when he got married in his mind everything became permissible in his mind now that first step was the trap of shaitan well I'll be married after that so then then whatever but this is now a person involved in haram fantasizing and thinking which is now destroying his heart, which is bringing that zulmat and darkness within him. But these are the traps shaitan places, sometimes in the starting point is something that seems innocent, that seems very very minor, very trivial. But it leads to major problems. That small little spark then slowly becomes a fire and then becomes an inferno. Allah Allah protect us and save us. unhone foran toba ki aur nafs ke makar ko samajh gaye as it says this person understood this trap of the nafs and he immediately made toba number 2 Hazrat Hakim unmat thanwi rahmatullah alai farmate hain और बार, बार याद सताए तो समझ लेना चाहे जरूर था, और, था, और sometimes, if it happens such that a person didn't detect any kind of inclination of the nafs towards any particular nāmaharam woman. But it happened that she passed away. It might have been somebody that might be related to him or some whatever who he had known. So he didn't detect any kind of inclination of the nafs. But she passed away and now after her passing away, he's feeling a lot of grief. And repeatedly this thought is coming that now she's gone. This is now the clear indication that this nafs there was this inclination of the nafs. But it was on a little bit of a low level. Upon the death of that person, this now has surged. So this is something that this thought now also is bringing zulmat. And as a result, this heart is going to be affected. Therefore, a person should make toba excessively. One person came to Hazrat Maulana Abraham al Saab, Rahmatullah Ali. And he came to give him the news That his sister-in-law had passed away. So in any case, fine, he gave the news that his sister-in-law passed away. Then he started talking about all her good qualities. Mashallah, she was this kind of a person and she was that kind of a person. And then he went on. So Hazard stopped him. He says, you are talking so much about her, it appears that you had this inclination towards her. So he got a shock, he was jolted, thought about it, then he put his head down. Which was an acknowledgement that he never realized that the heart, this this shaitan had already whispered these things in his heart and his nafs had become inclined. So this is something which all these inclinations are sometimes very subtle. One person who was Bayat Mahabrasa Prahmattulale and his brother was also Bayat. So any cases, one person came up one day and he said this the brother wasn't alam. in any case this person had ta'allu. he says, one problem that I have not rectified yet is that there isn't proper shari'i parada in my house brother also comes and we sit down we have meals together my wife doesn't observe parada from him etc so so he said this is very necessary he must ensure that this is applied So he said very well I will do this so he went and everything was now agreed on that now we're going to observe this parada properly. So then his brother came to visit again, so now he sees the whole system is changed. So the brother came to complain to Hazrat Mahabhar Sahab because he also had some taluk of some sort. So he came to complain. Complain about what? He says, my brother is breaking of ties from me now. So He asked him what do you mean by his breaking of ties, because Hazrat knew this is now Mashwara that was made. This person had come and explained what the position is. I asked him, he says, well, I go to his house now, everything is changed now. He says, "What is changed? He says, before everything was like, all was one family. Now suddenly his wife also doesn't come to greet me or anything. So I asked him, you go to visit your brother or your sister-in-law? You're saying, your, did your brother chase you away? Did your brother tell you he's not going to give you anything to eat? Did he not welcome you? She says, no, he welcomed me. She says, but you went to visit your brother, so why are you complaining about your sister-in-law didn't greet you? No. Is this not that shaitan in your heart? Is this not that nafs that is now filled with that chararat and that evil? So now this person was so in such a lull that he actually came to complain not realizing that this is all shaitan he came to complain about his brother, he's not realizing what he's complaining about there was no complaint against that brother he still was ready to entertain him, ready to welcome him ready to continue being good to him as he was before but he was merely applying the shari requirement so now this person started taking exception towards not to his brother, something else that was the shaitan that was inside so these are the very subtle things that Sometimes are not immediately detected, but these things then become deeper and creates a great problem. <laughs> <laughs> says, as severe and great as the taqaza and the demand may be from the nafs to cast some haram glands to the extent that it may be very deep and very severe in in restraining oneself from that equally the noor that is created in the heart is also great there's a very great desire and a person restrains himself crushes that desire very great noor is also created because he's made a great mujahada. So in equal proportion that nur is created in his heart. Or salikin ka isi mujahada se And the Suluk of those meaning the traversing the path of Suluk of those on this path, this is accomplished with this very mujahada. The person who is walking the path of Suluk. Walking the path of Suluk, a path leads to a destination. So what is the destination? The destination and the goal is to reach Allah ta'ala, to gain His Muhabbat, to gain His closeness. So that path is walked via this Mujahada. Insan walks on the path of Dunya with his legs. But the path of Suluk is walked with Mujahada. Those are the feet of, on which a person walks the path of Suluk. With mujahada, and in this way he gains the closeness and the qurb of Allah Taala. Aqabir Mashayikh ne yehi likha hai ki Allah Taala ka rasta te karna aur qurb ilahi hasil karna isi tor par hai ki apni khaishat ko mujahadat se tor kar ahkam ilahi ke tabe karde. This is This is what they have written. That this is how the path of reaching the closeness of Allah Taala is traversed. That a person keeps breaking those desires, haram desires, and makes that mujahada that comes in this regard. And in this way, he makes himself subservient to the command of Allah ta'ala. Hence, in this manner, every moment his closeness to Allah ta'ala is increasing. So sometimes, this becomes a very big concern for a person, that these desires are very strong within me and i get very strongly tempted so that is human nature that is not something that is out of the ordinary that is human nature and that to even expect that that must now just suddenly disappear that is to expect that human nature must not remain that will carry on but this itself has become the opportunity to gain this very special closeness to Allah. It all depends on now how a person handles it, how he manages this. It's like somebody has given him a lot of firewood. So that firewood can either become a burden for him, or can become a source of great benefit to him. If he burns that firewood to make a fire on which he will, it's a cold day, so he will get that warmth of that, that will warm him, will make him very comfortable. That log fire will make him some feel very comfortable, better than anything else. All the electric heaters also. If he needs to cook his food on it, he'll cook a whole day of food on it. So now he's put it to very good use. So That has become a source of great benefit for him. But if he takes the logs and he puts one in one pocket, the other in another pocket, some on his head, and he starts walking around with this, so now this is going to now Burden him, it's gonna become a problem for him. So, that desire that came in the heart is this firewood. If he burns it in the fire of mujahada, then this will ignite the nur of taqwa and the nur of the love of Allah ta'ala. And if he misuses this, then this is what will create the zulmud. So this is something that is not in itself some negative aspect. This is part of the system of dunya, but how he handles it can become a source of great benefit for him. Can become a source of the qurb and the closeness of Allah Taala for him. Hazrat used to describe this as this is the fuel of taqwa. This is the fuel of taqwa, but the fuel is something that has to be burned. That fuel in the car is something that has to go into the tank, where it will then finally get burnt. When it get, gets burnt, because that spark, whatever, the whole process, so it burns this fuel. And when this fuel burns, then it creates that energy for this vehicle to go at high speeds. But if a person takes that fuel and puts it in the water, in the radiator, or he takes all that fuel and puts it on the seat, so that's not going to help him, that's going to now burden him. It has to be burned so that fuel without that fuel this vehicle won't move. But provided he burns it in the right place, then that will create the energy, that will create the speed. So this is something to turn into a positive. That this is now something that's dragging me in a direction I'm going to crush this desire for Allah pleasure. And come what may, I'm not going to now give in to this demand of the nafs. Now he's moving at a high speed faster than the speed of that noor of tilawat and noor of fasting and all the other nawafil this takes him at a far higher speed Hakimul Hakim ul Ummat Tamimi rahmatullah alayh ne kaha irshad hai ki jab jism ko khuda ke raste mein takleef hoti hai to rooh mein noor paida hota hai Stan rahmatullah alayh zikr that when the body suffers some difficulty in the path of Allah Ta'ala. The physical self, the body, suffers some difficulty in the path of Allah Ta'ala. So this difficulty of feeling one's heart breaking, this too is a physical difficulty. That a person now is being tempted, and he is not giving in to that temptation. He is feeling as if his heart is breaking. So This is a difficulty he is experiencing in the path of Allah Ta'ala, to stay away from haram, to stay away from the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. So the writes that when a person experiences some difficulty physically in the path of Allah Taala, then this creates nur in his ruh and soul. The body experiences the difficulty; the benefit of that comes to the ruh and to the soul. This nur is created there. se dil ke ruh Hence with the demands of the nafs to look at haram though a person experiences some physical difficulty in this at the same time the ruh and the soul becomes filled with nur as some person has explained in one couplet that neither in the khanqa neither anywhere else is that noor which noor is in that broken heart that tajalli of allah taala and that noor which is in a broken heart that heart which has broken for allah taala that noor there is no other nur like that that is a unique nur. Kabi samne chehre se to number 5 kabi samne se चेहरे से to आंखें iske Nazar Isse पर नजर डालकर लेता है। इससे इस भी na चाहे, नाम का जिस्म See sometimes a person doesn't look at the face of anyone, but he looks at the clothing of the person, or oh, just cast some glance at the person from the side and in this way also he imports some haram pleasure this too is destructive this too is something that a person should never do and if he has by chance done something of this nature he should immediately make istighfar and clean his heart out che se guftagu nafs apni ko naram karke karta hai iske ye Sometimes out of necessity, a person has to talk to some non-mahram. Now he has to say something out of necessity. So now what the nafs will do? The nafs will make him speak in a very nice tone. So that this might become a means of making the other person happy. But that person is a non-mahram. What is he trying to make her happy for? So this is something that should never be done. وقت, ہے, ساتھ ساتھ, says that says से बचने के वक्त he लोग निगाह तो नीची करके आगे बढ़ जाते हैं मगर दिल उसके साथ होता है दिल में उसके तसवर से ले लेते हैं इसलिए बुजरुगों का है कि निगाह चश्मी की हिफाजत के साथ-साथ निगाह की भी हिफाजत Casting haram glances at the person, in other words, there was, a, for example, an accidental glance. So, when that accidental glance took place, he immediately turned his gaze away. So, Alhamdulillah, that was the good, the right thing to do, and he did that. But then he continues to still take haram pleasure out of what that accidental glance saw from that picture that has gone into his heart. This too is wrong. This too is very harmful and destructive. Together with the gaze of the head, the, the, the eyes, a person should shift the gaze of his heart as well. Now he stopped looking with his eyes, but he's so to say still looking with his heart. Because at, in one moment, that picture got photographed from his heart. So he needs to move his heart away as well. And the very simple Method of this is that immediately person brings a very ugly scene in his heart, in his mind. can just conjure up one picture in his mind. The mind is very quickly able to make any picture. So make up a very something that puts a person into a very different mode, makes him feel totally disgusted. Somebody who is Completely, person that is in a very ugly appearance, nose is running, eyes are red, teeth all sticking out. What, what difficulty is there in conjuring a picture of that nature? But when a person has now brought this picture in his mind, then the nafs is, the heart cannot concentrate on two things at the same time. And when he has deliberately turned his mind to this very ugly picture that he has created, it automatically will move away from that which his heart was now looking at initially. Now this is that mujahada within himself, and this mujahada is also something that is taking him closer to Allah and often this inner mujahada this inner mujahada is the greatest mujahada, The external mujahada is comparatively easy, The inner mujahada is the real mujahada when those thoughts of haram come and a person is now actively moving his mind away to something else and the ideal at that time is to get engaged in zikr, one is zikr of the tongue, but not just zikr of the tongue, the zikr of the heart that he is, from his heart, from the depth of his heart, even if there is no lip movement, he is repeatedly saying, Allah, Allah, like a little child. So, when the child now, suddenly now, he, he's, somebody is hurting him, or somebody is doing something that is going to put him in danger, So the child, this is a natural reaction of the child, the chi- child starts shouting and screaming, he screams for who, he screams for his mother, or screams for his father. So he screams for so his Abba. So now he's repeatedly shouting at the top of his voice to attract the attention of his Abba. So now when Shaitan is about to hijack somebody, he shouts from his heart to his rabba. That this hijacker of nafs and Shaitan is going to waylay me. So now from the depth of his heart, he's shouting Allah. So not just in a very, very casual way. But like a person would shout from his allowed and say something, here yeah, there is no sound emitting, but that shout is coming from deep down from the heart. And that shout is going and reaching the heavens. So this is the thing to engage the heart in at that time. That from the depth of the heart, a person gets involved and engaged in the zikr of Allah. Ta'ala. And as long as this taqaza remains, to that extent this shout from within must continue and in time this will all then disappear and his heart will be at ease and if a person feels well for now let me just now whatever this demand is let me just get this off so now I'm being pressured from within to cast the second glance this accidental gaze now I turn my gaze away but now I'd rather this feeling is very very difficult on me So I rather look properly one time and then forget about it this is just the deception of shaitan, that he'll get over it. This is like a person saying, well, I just got burned a little bit, I'm feeling now this sensation of burn. So I'd rather just put my hand fully inside one time, and now when everything is burned, then I'll be over with it. It's obvious that this is only going to worsen it. It's only, only going to deepen that problem. And then to uproot it will become even more difficult. So at that time, the only thing is to take the mujahada on the heart, to turn the heart towards Allah ta'ala. And to shout from the bottom of the heart to Allah ta'ala. Then this will bring that help from Allah ta'ala's side and it will make it easy for a person to undertake this mujahada. Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq to bring this, these lessons into our life and act upon them. And in this way, we will come closer to Allah ta'ala protect the ibadat and whatever amal we get the tawfiq of doing and this will become the means of this great noor coming to our hearts allah ta'ala give us the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahirabbil alamin subhanallahi bihamdihi subhanak allahumma wa bihamdik nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta